Hey guys, Danny here from Music Lesson Business Academy, and on today's episode, I'm going to give you eight things you can do to make your website convert better. Let's roll the intro. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. I'm your host, Danny Thompson, as always. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you're new to the show here, thanks so much for checking it out. Um, guys, if you haven't already and you feel so inclined to do so, go over to iTunes, leave me a review and a rating. It is much appreciated and it helps out the show. I hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. And I hope you weren't stupid and didn't go to a big party and stand next to people with no masks on. Please don't be that person. Um, I have a dog who is terrified of fireworks. So I pretty much stayed home the entire weekend, got some work done, did some amazing bike riding over the course of this week. That's been so awesome for me lately to just get back into cycling and you know, the fitness side is one thing, but it's also so important to what it can do for you from a mental standpoint and how it makes you feel. So if you've been struggling with being locked inside and, you know, who knows, any of that could come back any day now. We may have to, uh, you know, go back a little bit in the other direction. We're not going to talk too much about that kind of thing today, but, you know, it's something to keep in mind. And you know, things are different and, and it's stressful for all of us business owners out there in the world. And one thing that's definitely helping me a lot mentally is getting out there on my bike. That is something safe you can do. Go for a run, go for a ride. If you're not in physical condition to do that, go for a walk, you know, throw a mask around your neck or stick it in your backpack or on your bike or whatever. And just in case if you have to stop to run into a store to use the bathroom or to buy another bottle of water or something you are prepared or if you you know are forced to interact with somebody and you can't uh, distance but uh, that's what I've been doing just sticking the mask like on my bike so I have it if I need it but uh, you know you don't need to wear that when you're out uh, exercising and you're and you're pretty far away from people I've been getting out on the mountain bike trails Ooh. Man, I had a gnarly crash <laughs> this week as well, right over the handlebars, trying to keep up with that 13-year-old. It's probably not wise of me, but uh, man, we're having so much fun out there and just uh, such a great community out there and really been loving that and just really falling in love with cycling again. It's been great. But on to other things. I know you guys aren't really that interested in my personal fitness and my love of cycling. Um so a couple things. One is I am working on a new program in uh, called the Seven Levers MBO. That'll be a new part of Music Lesson at Business Academy. Don't have a lot of details for you. And that's MBO, not MBA. So if you don't know what an MBO is, I'll uh, be covering that in a future episode and in some videos that talk about the new program. Uh, but keep your eyes open for that for when I roll it out. Uh, that is a program that will be limited to 20 people total. 
So uh, limited access on that one because it's going to involve a lot of, you know, personal one-on-one coaching. And, you know, what I can tell you so far, and again, as I've gotten so heavily back into cycling, you know, I used to work with a cycling coach back when I raced and, you know, I've been following a lot of what's going on in the cycling world and watching a lot of YouTube. And it just kind of reminded me of, you know, how a cycling coach worked. And it was really a lot about collecting data, analyzing data, and then building a training plan around that data based on your goals, uh, which in, you know, the case of a bike racer is usually to highlight certain times of the year that you want to be in peak performance for certain events because you can't peak all the time. A little bit different uh, circumstances, of course. But uh, it really made me think about, you know, coaching programs and, you know, we I, I've mentioned it before how we all get into programs that involve, you know, courses and modules and things for you to go through. And we tend to not, you know, really finish that uh, material a lot of the time. And really what a lot of people want to do is just be able to ask a person what should I do here and, and have that person kind of outline that form. And, and that's a little bit more the direction that maybe this program is, is going to be geared around. But anyway, so uh, that's what's going on there. Uh, big shout out to all you Patreon supporters. I really appreciate your support over on Patreon. If you're not a supporter on Patreon, please consider becoming a supporter. It's one of the things that keeps this show going. Um, I've been buying some new gear. I just got downloaded Harrison mix bus. Um, so I'm using a new DAW to, uh, increase all of my audio production and my video production. And, uh, if you're a Patreon supporter, you get, uh, extra videos, extra podcast every month. Uh, we're going to do a live stream that should be part of different things like that. So you get a little bit of extra content, but it also helps me to keep moving forward and keep this show going. So please consider that. Just go over to patreon.com backslash Music Lesson Business Academy. This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by neveralonebusinessservices.com. Chris and Jen over there do Google ads, Facebook ads, SEO, uh, website design, and kind of general marketing stuff as well. They would love to chat with you. They'll give you a little assessment of your marketing. And if you mention Music Lesson Business Academy, you'll save a hundred bucks off one of their services. This episode is also brought to you by TeacherZone, teacherzone.com for scheduling, billing, and student learning management. You got to have a system to bill your students, guys. Google spreadsheets and things like that. That's just not a good way to organize things. You got to have a consistently nice billing system and you got to have a consistently easy to use, well working um, scheduling program. Those are the basics. Every business has to have that, have that. But beyond that, TeacherZone is designed around student learning management, keeping track of what students are working on, being able to upload that into a you know, a cloud-based system for that student to be able to access when they're at home. So we can give them higher value in their lessons. Go over to teacherzone.com. Talk to those guys. They would love to give you a free demo.
All right, guys. So today we're going to talk about lever number three of the seven levers, which is conversion. So two weeks back, we did an episode all about lever one, which is uh, getting traffic to your website. And so today we're going to talk about lever three, how to convert more of those people into customers. Now, when you talk about conversions, you can look at it a few different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to mean converting them into a customer. It really can just mean converting them to take an action. And so obviously the long-term goal is we want those people to become customers, but there's multiple ways that you could go about that in your website marketing. There's a lot of businesses out there that the first action that they take is not saying, you know, sign up today, buy this today, order this product today. It really depends on the marketing strategy and what the product is. So in our case, there, there's a good argument that could be made that that action really is to just get a name and an address or name and an email address rather, or phone number, uh, get them to sign up for some type of drip campaign of uh, information, just getting them into the first stages of our funnel so that we can market them over time and get them to convert into a customer. So all these things we talk about today are going to work regardless of what that goal is for you. So here's eight things you should look at right away on your website that will help you convert. So number one is good photography. And I know in the old days, you know, there, there was always this argument of, you know, should it, should it look like a local business? You don't want to use stock photography and have it be too slick or anything like that. And, and I do agree that you still don't want to use stock photography if, if at all possible. But your photography has to be, your photographs, your images have to be high quality images. So this is something that I quite commonly feel that people have kind of glossed over a little too quickly in their website redesigns is they get, they've, they've gotten better with their photos, but still doesn't look amazing. And, you know, remember, we're connecting people to an emotional element of what we do. So those photos should trigger emotions that are connected to the end result that the people are looking for or the transformation. So think about, you know, if you went to some fitness website and the person talking about like our fitness program will transform you into this, but the photo really didn't accurately depict what that person was looking to, you know, in that case probably look like. And, you know, a lot of effort goes into images on websites like that specifically for that reason. You could also think about like before and after almost, you know, um, an image that shows what the person used to be like and what they're like now. So is there a way that you could represent that type of philosophy through images on your website? So number one, spend some time on good photography. Number two, make it easy for people. You got to remove barriers. So um, when you have like a sign up form or anything like that on your site, keep it simple. For every extra question you start asking in that form, you eliminate a certain amount of people who will fill it out. And 
really your goal in getting these conversions early on is to get as many of these names and numbers as possible. Hopefully, you are attracting the right customer through your offer, through the way your website is designed, through the copy that's on that website. So maybe you can eliminate some of the tire kickers or um, maybe just people that are, are not going to be the right customer for you. So utilize those things to eliminate those customers. But once somebody is ready to take an action, don't make it so difficult for them. It's got to be easy to find your phone number when they fill out any kind of form, name, address, I'm sorry, name, email address, phone number. That's it. Maybe you could ask what instrument you're interested in or something like that because you might want to put them into a different um, email automation based on the instrument they're interested in. But I wouldn't go beyond that. Number three, show social proof. And social proof could be testimonials from your customers. So we want to show them proof that other people have had this transformative transformative experience on our uh, utilizing our services. Number four. Now, before I go on to number four, you don't got to go crazy. It doesn't have to be a ton of testimonials, but there should, you know, every page should definitely have at least one testimonial testimonial on there and make sure that it accurately reflects what that transformation is that you're talking about. So if you're saying, you know, our lessons are a certain way, Make sure that that testimonial aligns with that. Number four is to show trust icons. And trust icons are, um, you know, little graphics you can put on your website uh, that reflect an authority of your website based on maybe larger or other websites that have utilized you for services or reviewed you or something like that. So. If your website has a has a um, appeared in uh, you know maybe a TV spot or a news story or been in featured in a magazine or anything like that, trust icons would be good. Um, Chamber of Commerce memberships, things like that that make people feel like okay, if these people are you know trusting this website, then I'm going to trust this website as well as well. Number five is a clear, is clear call to action buttons. So certainly you have to have a call to action on the website. Make sure it's easy and clear what action you want them to take. The buttons should be easy to find. They should all say the same thing, be the same color. And you want to have that button appear multiple times on each page. One of the mistakes I see is a button will be in one spot and then, you know, it says get started and then you scroll down the page and there's another button and it's a different color and it says schedule a call. Then you go down a little bit farther and there's another button that says get a free trial lesson. People don't know what to do in that case. You know, let's just be honest with it. You have to tell people what to do. Don't give them too many options. You got to keep this thing really, really simple. Number six, and this one can get a little bit tougher, is we need a, a compelling offer. And I think where we struggle with this is if we are in a position where, well, we don't want to give away a free trial class or some kind of offer like that. Um, 
but we want people to take an action, but I don't really have an offer for them. So this is what I think a lot of schools could do, spend a lot more time thinking about and trying to come up with something that really compels you to click that button. And this is one area that I've really had an advantage in, in my website marketing using our 30-day lesson pass. It's a very, very, very compelling offer. Number seven, you need to have a clear message, clear messaging throughout the website. So just like you don't want your buttons to be different as you bounce around the website with different calls to action, you don't want different messages. So if you have a one main message that is kind of summing up what you do, what you're all about, don't mix it up throughout the website. So if you're saying my lessons are you know, fun and inspiring down the road. Don't change that message into, you know, we teach children to be confident and then farther on down, say our lessons are as cool as your kids. You got to figure out what your main pitch is and your main message, and then be consistent throughout your website with that. I believe that this usually comes back to something earlier in your marketing that you're just not clear on, which is your brand identity who you are, what you believe in, your core values, things of that nature. If you're struggling with what you should say on your website, you should go back and work on some of those other marketing functions before you worry about your website because you know, just taking slogans or sayings that you see on other people's websites and going, oh, I like the way that sounds and putting it on your website doesn't really, doesn't really work. It's gotta be you, it's gotta be about you know, it's got to work with you and your philosophy and your, you know, business principles. So think about that a little bit more uh, if you're struggling in that area. And then last, number eight, this might be the most important of these eight. There's many more things we could talk about, but your website has got to be really mobile friendly nowadays. So I'm still going to quite a few websites that are pretty chunky on the website, on the mobile side. And, you know, if you're not looking at your Google Analytics to see that probably 90% of your people uh, are visiting from mobile. Um, so, I, you know, I, I struggle with that in the, myself in the sense that when I'm looking at my own website, I tend to be looking at it on the desktop. If I'm thinking about an edit, I tend to be thinking about it on the desktop. Cause I'm like, well, this is the big screen and you know, I really want it to look amazing here and look at all these things we can do with it here. But it's like, well, if I'm thinking about, you know, do I love my website design or is there anything I want to change? I should really be on my phone scrolling through and go, because there's things now I was just doing this a minute ago. I was looking, you know, on the, on the desktop, there's been a couple things recently that I was like, oh, I think that's taking up too much space or I don't like, you know, we're dedicating a lot of space to this one little thing. But then when I look at it on my phone, I go, oh, it, it actually makes sense on the phone when I look at it there. So real important, your website has got to be mobile friendly and optimized, not just work for mobile. You know, there's a difference when it's like, well, it works on the mobile versus basically designed with a mobile first attitude or mobile first perspective. All right, guys, that's eight things that you can look at on your website that's gonna help you with conversions right away. 
Hope you got something out of that episode. I will talk to you soon. Music Lesson Business Academy is made possible by your support on Patreon. Go over to patreon.com backslash Music Lesson Business Academy to become a supporter. Patreon supporters get one extra podcast every month, a live stream chat session, and other little behind the scenes goodies. 